wait a minute. What, what's the beads for, homeboy? What's going on over there? What happened? He's joined the black and black, or is, you, is it, that's your chi uh, <laughs> necklace? What's happening? Taking it back to the nineties, late eighties. I'm blinking a black, and I'm black, y'all. <laughs> what is that? These are beads that were actually given to me by a monk, and I still have them. Like I was, I was, I got, I got introduced to a monk, and and my buddy was like, "You need to help this guy" because he was doing speeches for like Google and all these like Fortune 500 companies, and he was like. It, it wasn't about money for him, but it was like, it was about message for him. So a buddy of mine was like, yo, you need to talk to this guy. He's a marketer, whatever, whatever. And and I and I watched some of his speeches and I thought he was super cool. And I met with him and he was like, I have no attachment to money. Whatever, like literally like, imagine like a Shaolin monk, you have a conversation. It was like that. And we sat and we had tea and we was kicking it. And um, I liked his bead. So he, he got me some official monk beads and I just I so whenever I'm I need to meditate I pull out my beads that's it he's like I'll give you like these beads nuts. but I have to pull them out of my ass Confucius oh. say what <laughs> beads are good for <laughs> Confucius say what beads <laughs> <laughs> and at Adam and Eve, you can get those butt beads. <laughs> Make sure you Not put DC40 when you check out. They got all types of selections from pocket pussies. You get your stuff for your girl. They got the stuff that sucks on the clits. AdamandEve.com. DC40 is the code. Free shipping, free gifts. AdamandEve.com. DC40. Go get your stuff right now. If you want monk no beads, beads. Yo. but they definitely have anal beads. This is another episode of Decoding 40. Decoding 40. What's up? This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Raw, making all your fantasies come true. Zello, live from BK, but residing in Harlem. What's up? It's your boy Vin, a.k.a. Vinny Pugazi, master of impressions. Yo, what's up? This is Howard, and I'm talking directly into the mic. This story is fascinating to me. So do you wear yeah, go ahead. when when you are you said you are meditating or yeah. is this fashion primarily? Nah, wear when I'm meditating or when I'm like really aggravated. I mean, but I use it when I'm aggravated. I don't wear it when I'm aggravated. I used to wear it all the time and my my wife was like, "Oh, you got to take this off. I can't deal." Uh, but whatever. I just I started using them. I, I started breaking them out again cuz I was last week Wait, was your wife was so. offended by the beads. <laughs> She wasn't the offended story, by the beads, but I think going, yeah, yeah, she thought it was unfashionable uh, when I first started wearing them. <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> that was a few oh. years ago, though. I'll be going back a okay. few, probably about five years, four or five years. That's interesting. So I just so I was cleaning up and I found them, and I had been meditating a lot, so I broke my beads out. I think I'm gonna get the one that goes. It's too big though. Like it's it's like the long joints. I think I'm gonna just get the one that goes around my wrist. Yeah, man. All right. Get back into my yoga. I'm about to, about to get on my Russell. Story. 
about to get on my my Russell Simmons and get on get on my yoga and my vegan. Is that right? I have to call Rick for some recipes. I'm not a vegan. No. Oh, so nigga, good. stop it. Okay. You're going you're gonna, to, you, we, we'll be ordering fucking Uber Eats in five minutes and you'll be eating for the live fucking the turkey sandwich. <laughs> this is vegan turkey, nigga. <laughs> this turkey was blessed by four monks and three white people. <laughs> oh. It's boar's head, nigga. Greg <laughs> uh, and I see E. Uh, we ready? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another exciting episode of Decoding 40. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rourke, and I am here with my main man. This is your boy, L. Dot, a.k.a. Lex Diamond. Lex Diamond, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, save your He's here all week. Later. What's up, your boy, Vin, in the building? Hope everybody's safe out there. It's uh, sundress season. Panties are optional. That's all I have to say. This is Alaric. Sober oh, Alaric. Nobody dry. wants to see that. The dry Alaric. <laughs> what's uh, what's going on in your lives, fellas? You want to start, Rick? Because you uh, because you're behind us. Pause. Yeah. So yeah, this week has uh, been pretty cool. I'm out um in California. Um, I was in LA for a couple of days. Now I'm in Santa Barbara, and then. Going back to LA, hoping to catch up with some of our our West Coast friends, hoping to catch up with Slink, um, maybe have a couple of drinks. I think our boy um, Stephen Hill, who um, was a guest on our show, he will probably be in LA next week too. We can. Did he freeze? Yes, he freeze. I think he did freeze. He's from. Okay. We're experiencing technical difficulties. All right, so we'll wait when Alric comes back. Uh, uh what's going? And he's going. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. Al, you want to go? Sure. This week, as you guys know, I have been starting this uh, company, and I am reminded that being an entrepreneur is like getting in the ring with Tyson in his prime and getting the shit punched out of you every round, but sitting in the corner thinking, I'm going to win. And if that ain't the truth, <laughs> baby, it's a second that motion. <laughs> I second that Tyson uh, reference. <laughs> it's like uh, we fall down, but we get up. So, um, yeah, just overcoming. But the funny thing is, I actually started selling uh, officially today and kind of got excited getting on the phone, smiling and dialing, smiling and dialing, and uh, got no sales, but it's all good. I feel good. Um, I feel like I'm in a space where I can appreciate myself and my own effort. And I put in the work. So I'm looking forward to uh, doing some great things with this thing. You looking for and like a small boutique retailers? Boutiques um, are great uh, online and uh, brick and mortar. Also looking at a few national uh, dispensaries. So um, anybody, everybody, I'm going after everybody. I'm going after it all. Is your picture on the bottle? It is. Me holding my yeah. nuts. 
It's called I, just, <laughs> I can see this nigga Leon with an Uncle Ben snapshot and shit on some more. This is my oil. <laughs> this is my herb. <laughs> no, actually, it's it's called drizzle. It's uh right now it's uh, olive oil blended with CBD and natural garlic flavors. Oh shit! Oh, I want to try that. I know Sounds you do. Good. I'm gonna send you a bottle. I'm gonna send you all a bottle. Yeah, you uh, I, I'm. Can you drink it just by itself? Yeah, actually, actually, you can. <laughs> That's it would be I ain't cooked shit with this. I just drank this CBD. Oil no, it's not because me. I mean, if you like garlic, it's a very strong, aromatic, and tasteful garlic flavor. I love it's garlic. I cook with garlic all the time. No, it's not a drink. No, it's, it's, it's actually a, olive oil that you cook with. Yeah, oil. He said he was going to drink it. I yeah, said, I know, no, but I, I, That's this, disgusting. No, no, I actually have a, a detox recipe that I use. It's water, cayenne, lemon. No, lime and olive oil. So I put that in, blend it up yeah. in the Vitamix, mm-hmm. drink it down. You're relaxed all day. Mm-hmm. It's good for and your uh, gallbladder and your kidneys and your liver too. As well. And liver. Yeah, all of that. Yeah, all that stuff. So, uh, Rick, you want to continue doing a check-in? Uh, you, are you finished? Well, no, he lost his turn. Now I want to keep going. Sorry. <laughs> you got to wait. <laughs> Actually, like I said, I got a short one. Other than that, um, I finally got back into NBA swing of things. I've been watching the playoffs. The Knicks got knocked out. Playoffs? Yeah, right. So, which was very disappointing, but I was glad to see them in the playoffs. You know, we needed a few more pieces in order to make it it happen. But uh, hopefully it won't be another, uh, what was it, seven, eight years before we get back into the playoffs. And uh, Trey Young, I, I dislike you greatly. I mean, in all fairness, they 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 weren't even supposed to make the playoffs. So you got to give them with you know. What do you they, mean? They, 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 team. they were number four seed. I, I understand that, but but at the beginning of the season, they weren't supposed to make the playoffs. That was the farthest thing from the coaches' minds and everybody else. They just they played really well together, but at the beginning of the season, they weren't they weren't playoff uh, hopefuls. No, right. No, I agree with that. Had. But I'm just saying, yeah. you know, they they put it together. No, no, I, that's not. Yeah, they did. They did. You know, they just didn't so, have. Oh, you're saying I should be happy for what I got in terms of being a fan? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> bring back Spreewell so you can slap some coaches or some shit. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, we, we, let's bring back the days when players were choking you know, coaches. Choking coaches and shit. Looks like Rick's gone again. Rick's exactly. Gone again. You wanted to go to Rick and he would have been talking and he would have dropped yeah. it. Yeah. 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 I think Rick just needs to type in his uh, check-in this week. He just needs to put it in the, <laughs> we'll put put it it in in the chat. We'll put it in and all types of languages. Oh, no. Put it in the chat. The so. book of the book of Alaric this, this week. <laughs> he's going to have to fucking... He's going to have to call... He's going to have to call in his fucking audio like phone tap, Dr. Dre. He's got a phone tap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have a collect call from Alaric Campbell. Do you accept the charges? No. Tell him to get a calling card. <laughs> What's going on with Actually, you? Hold on, hold on. Bef- bef- let's oh, riff a little so, bit. Oh, yes, riff. go for it. I mean, we got time. I mean, we got time. <laughs> um, do you remember collect calls and have yes. to make collect calls? Yes, yes. I remember. And uh, just, I remember not, illegal calling not cards. Accepting calls, calling cards. Yeah, remember and illegal calling cards? Cell phone. Yeah. Illegal calling cards? What, what are those? Illegal. All right. So when I was when I was in school in North Carolina, we used to get illegal calling card numbers. 
and be able to call anywhere. And um, what are legal calling card? Numbers? They were they were because back in the day, you used to have a calling card like an AT and T and an MCI. Right. Remember MCI had yes, actual yes, calling yes, cards yes, that you were, that would yes. allow you to call from pay phones. So we I used to get that, yes. like stacks of numbers. We get like ten or twenty numbers at a time, and we pass them around the dorm, and we'd be calling you know home or whatever on these calling cards. Because our campus, like, we could only call, like, local uh, exchange and, and within the campus. Were these, so like, you had calling to, debit cards? Because I'm trying to figure they were, out. They weren't debit they were like, cards. They had they a scratch-off thing on the back of them. No, 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 no. No, he's talking about they, the other card. Because I had the talking about, card. They were straight. They, were, they weren't really credit cards. They were attached to your phone, your home phone. And oh, you no. would call and it would get yes. billed to your phone. Yes, yes you're and right. We would get yes, we would right. get like 10 or 15 of these numbers. And every once in a while, you'd get like two or three that would work for a minute and then they would cut off. But we, me and my boy were using them shit so much and we was just getting lazy. We started using the shits from our dorm room. And one day, like nine o'clock in the morning on a Sunday morning or whatever it was, the fucking... Uh, telephone company called my room and was like, "We're looking for a person who's been using a." Good, I was like, "I don't know who the fuck this is. Who I don't. Who are you talking about? Prank caller." Okay, okay. And I and I and I never used them shits from my phone again. But yeah, we used to fucking you know people back then. People were probably getting four or five thousand dollar bills and being like, "What the fuck is this?" Oh, for sure, for sure. And, and you because I was trying to remember card. why I wouldn't be able to access the card. It was because I didn't have money to pay my phone bill. So, and I think there was a period or there was some sort of window where your phone would be cut off, but then the card would still work. And then you would have to pay off the phone in order to continue both services. I don't know. So, I just used to steal them shits and fucking use them. I, I don't remember none of that, but I do remember that there was a, there was a device that you used to be able to hold up to the phone and press it and it would dial some type of beeps and then you could make your phone call. I do remember no, there was some type I of don't remember that. some gadget. I had a gadget for a hot minute. I don't even remember where I bought it, but you could hold it up to the to a pay phone. And it would dial. Do, 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 do. I guess a house phone too. A house well, phone. The old, well, yeah. with the old, with I the remember old. the MCI cards and the AT&T cards. What I used to also do is uh, you take a paper clip and you unfold it and you put it at the bottom of the receiver and you put it and you tap it on the actual um the, the the bank where the money is and it and it the magnetic whatever between the two magnets or whatever would make a click and you'd be able to uh, dial free yeah they that fixed that really yeah I, I i've done it before i tried it i, really? I never got that to work but Wait, they these were on pay some, phones these were on pay phones because pay phones. The, okay. the the actual the receiver um they, they they had one that just had the one hole and they had the ones with the multi-holes on it the ones with the multi-holes, I think, were the ones that used to be able to work. But you have to just, like, j- you jiggle it or whatever, and then it w- you'd hear, like, a clicking sound, and it, yes. you'd be able to dial. Yeah. I never got it to work, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I got that shit to work. I was persistent like a motherfucker. But there was, but once they caught on, they changed the the receiver part, and then you couldn't do it anymore. I don't know if they right, took the magnet it out. Like or one, two, or three slots as opposed to yeah, that, yeah. the... The, the thousands or hundreds of perforations. The the thought that of using a public phone right now skeeves me the hell Oh, up. my God. I could just see a homeless person shoving in there, you know, <laughs> in the like, other regions. Ugh. 
I was getting ready to say, all of my testicles, honey. I was getting ready to say, can you find a collect call? But I realized all of those digital signs all have a payphone built into them now for free. Now you can make free right. pay- phone calls, right? Which is amazing. But I don't. Even, I wouldn't even like touch that. Aggravating to me. I would free payphone calls. Why would you? I would. But it's not even a receiver, so that means anybody standing around, you can hear your call. At least, yeah, they can hear both sides of the conversation. Oh, it's like a speakerphone. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's weird. You're, you're talking about the smart links. Those things that actually mm-hmm. they are now they replaced where the uh, payphones used to be. Yes. So it's like speak directly into the government's trap. Exactly. Yo, I got it. I'm 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 34 and and eight. Yes, I got the two pounds of weed, nigga. I told you I was gonna have this. Right. Arrested. The people that really kill me are the people that plug their phones into the device to charge their phone. Mm-hmm. Well, if I you mean, if you want three percent, I, I get that. I get that. I get that. I've no. had to do that one time. I had to do that one time before oh, pre COVID. That's why your infrastructure has been broken down. Pre COVID. Pre COVID. You since five five phones ago. Oh, okay. Five, five They've been following long, you many phones ago. There's no way I would plug. And there's a way now you can plug your phone into public transportation, like into the buses. Why would you do that? Right, that's a charge. You need a charge. No, No, sir. You guys act like you. You guys (laughs) act like you forgot what it was like when your phone used to die and you used to be out there in the world. That's why you carry. That's why you carry an extra battery, or you get a better phone. Actually, the old phones had better batteries. Yes, they did. They would last forever. You had to charge them every. A flip. Yeah, you charge them every three days. Yo, that Nokia brick phone. Like a thousand things. Yo, that Nokia brick phone used to last for 45 days, yo, on one charge. <laughs> 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 Nigga, you could talk for yo, 17 you hours. The last bar and it'd be one bar. <laughs> you have not charged in a month. You're like, oh man, I gotta charge my phone tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I remember being excited getting that phone. Which the flip phone? The, the, the Nokia. No, the Nokia. The brick. The fifty one sixty was a phone. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, and, and texting yeah, like you know, once you know, tapping one, the, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Lower yeah, place, man. The Star Tac. The Star Tac was that for me. That Star Tac, that little thin joint when that first came out, that was hot. I never, I never had that one. Oh, no, I didn't man, have that, that either. The only other phone I had was uh, the Razor. I, I was well, the other other phone that I was excited about was the Razor. Because um, that phone was that, garbage. I was like, uh, I had that that phone was such garbage. I we, when when I was working at AT and T Wireless, that's when that phone came out, and the Ericsons and all those phones, and everybody when that fucking razor and that start all that shit dropped, these motherfuckers was ordering them shits, and then a month and a half later, all we was getting called back. Yeah, um, I turned my phone on and it keeps blinking. It's not doing anything. It's asking me for a passcode. I'm like, yo, what did you do to your phone? I don't know. Yeah. All of us who had them, that's probably when our brain cells got zapped first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because exactly. the heat that would emit from that phone is yeah. out of control. Nigga, you'd go to sleep and your jaw hurt. <laughs> <laughs> the muscles in your jaw would hurt from that fucking radioactive heat you was taking to the face. <laughs> what, nigga? Huh? My jaw is used, used to make my ear sizzle. One yeah, of those nigga. used to make my ears sizzle. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. like I literally put the inside of my head in the microwave. That's what it felt oh, like. Oh, wow. 
That's what it felt like. <laughs> so I, that's I still don't think I. That's what's been going on. <laughs> yeah, 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 hundred percent. We Yo, haven't been ourselves yeah. ever since then. That's Word right. up, man! Oh that's shit! It. Hey, you. Yeah, you, Dakota Forty fan. You got a problem with us? Give us a call. 608-618-4040. Tell us how you really feel. You might end up on the show. We double, triple, fucking dare you. Fuck out of here. All right, Rick, let's talk to you before you... Let's try it again. All right, my check-in is now about my fucking computer. It keeps <laughs> crashing for... I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And it's like when you're, you have an electronic and you've done nothing to it. Like I didn't spill any bourbon in it. I, I just went to work. Shots fired. And then why, That's why, why all of a sudden you, are you, are you just crashing for no reason? But here's the thing about Apple. It's like, it gives you no insight as to why this thing is happening. No error code, nothing. Doesn't give you the blue screen tell you where the error happened so then you can just go look it up and see if I can figure out why it's happening. Why would we do that? You must come to the Apple Store and wait online at the pompous Apple Store so the guy behind the counter can make you feel like a dick. I I, I, I got to give a shout out to these uh, these (laughs) Apple computers. I bought this one in 2012. Uh, Spilled water in, in it in 2018, it stopped working for about, I don't know, six months. It had to dry out. And then one day I decided to uh, press uh, the power button and it came on like nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I'll forget it, man. Yeah. <laughs> but don't be spilling the water anymore, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know how long it took for my intricate circuits to dry the fuck out? Because you was being all willy-nilly with bottles of water, nigga. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I turned off for you. <laughs> oh, my and goodness. I, I, I was considered, because probably maybe close to a year ago, um, uh, my son spilled water into my computer. Like, he, he turned a, a bottle over Jesus. onto the keyboard. And I thought it was a rap. Splash. Yeah, he's, yeah, a, he's intentional. a small child. Intentionally. I mean, he turned the bottle over intentionally, but I don't know that he was trying to destroy the computer. I don't he was know like, that's... no more Pornhub for you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> but that was probably about a year ago. And uh, so I had, once I saw him do that, I was making plans to get another one. And now I feel like um, this this laptop. Yo, that, 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 that drop finally control. got where it needed to go. <laughs> Right, right. So that one drop of water just. Got him. Dead. Crash. That circuit corrosion complete. Yeah, that that right. that shit. But it, it was the. You know what it was? It was probably the altitude or something like that. Open some little orifice in your computer up. The the the, the pressure and that shit dropped right into where it needed to go. That was fucked up. Uh, Did you? Um, did you plug any new devices into it, Rick? Yeah. It could be sounding like a tech lot of, support. A lot of new devices. <laughs> they are new devices, but I've been using like just external NVMe hard drives. We're going to need tech support on this. Well, that's the problem right there, sir. It, it is not a compatible device. This isn't and the first time. Problem, sir. 
It's, it's the first time because what happens is when you fly on the plane and you pass over the Apple uh, factories, it sends out a beam and it distracts and dispels all of the servicers. And yeah, that's what's happening. And we call it the gotcha bitch. <laughs> gotcha bitch. Gotcha bitch right here. Oh, shit. You guys talking to Greasy about Apple when they had their Worldwide Developers Conference today talking about iOS 15 coming out very soon. Very exciting. Anything anything very interesting? Um, yeah, a few things, actually. Um, um, and it, and, well, if you are, if you are pop. It comes in blue. <laughs> if you, if you, um, they have something called share, um, share play. So basically like if you're, if you're on a Mac or if you're on a iPhone and, um, you want to share your Spotify or you want to share your Netflix, we can all watch it together at the exact same time. And you can throw it up on your TV at the same time and everybody can be watching the same thing at the same time and still chat and still FaceTime. Now, just, now they're just it's pretty dope. shit that's useless. No, I think that's I think that that's a that's a that's a problem we had last year. We were trying to do something and we couldn't find a way to get everybody on the same on the same platform. So there's that. They have made significant upgrades to notes, and I'm a big Evernote user, and this might be getting into tech shit, but and I'm trying to notes might be it, man. Notes might be, you know, might finally get me away from Evernote. So it's pretty dope. And if you stick your iPad <gasps> right next to your computer it'll automatically automatically make it a second screen so that's pretty dope like we're doing nothing it just automatically does it so put some pretty some pretty cool features coming so out. how much is that going to be more it's free it's more. free no i'm talking it's about free. how much is the computer going to be because of those three little features the three four grand on top of whatever it is now you can, get a, you can get a mac for che- you can get a mac cheaper than that you can get a mac for 12.99 I'm not. I'm talking about the 15, the the operating system 15. How much more is it going to be? The operating system is free. If you have a device, it'll update automatically. You get the new, the new. Oh, okay, so, so it's not so, like a new computer coming out. It's just an mm-hmm. operating. It's, it's just, just a, the operating system. Yeah, the operating system is called Mod. Yeah, that's all it is. It's uh, okay. the, the I, iOS is 15, and uh, for Mac, it's uh, called Monterey. That's it. It's pretty dope. There's some there's some dope features on it. It's too many. Did to you talk watch about the whole thing? Here. Yeah, I watch most of it. I watch. I watch most of it. I watch most of it. Really? I usually do. I usually check into those. I you are check fascinating in. I me today. I don't know why. Maybe I've had really pretty why. light week, but maybe I. I have never watched one of those. Oh my god! Yeah, I watch. I watch all of those. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> so anyway, so you <laughs> in California. Uh, out here. Wow, the shade. And, and surprisingly, um, again, it's not the weather's not that great. It's kind of <laughs> it's kind of chilly. It's sixty three degrees today. Wow, it's hotter it's than shoot. the devil's ass in New York. <laughs> I think I think every time he says an ass reference, you have to take a drink. <laughs> People about to get drunk, drunk, drunk. Any anal reference, uh, take a drink. Yeah. So, uh, little every time that I've been out here in the last, I would say four, well, four or five trips, it's been cold. Like I was oh. thinking, I'm coming out to great weather, and it's been kind of chilly. 
I mean, LA was, uh, was note a little to bit self. warmer. Dude, I like to California with Alaric. He's like, was Alaric's at the airport, lower the temperature. <laughs> right. Put on the weather <laughs> like, machine. Like, I will not be going to California <laughs> with you. Well, apparently it's, well, in June, it's called June gloom. And uh, I don't know, it's the weather patterns in June, apparently, is very El Nino like, and El Nano and shit. Foggy, overcast, and I guess, you know, chilly weather comes with that. But it's not raining. That's the good part. It never rains in Southern California. No, nah, that hasn't been my experience. <laughs> Unfortunately. I've never been to California. I definitely want to go. Uh, I have family out there, I think in Northern California, I'm, or, or they might be in uh, Oregon and Washington State. I'm not sure. Uh, they or, or Southern California. It's called. No, Mexico. he said Oregon or Washington State. No, I, I I'm not sure. I, I don't know if they're in Oregon <laughs> or if they're in Northern California. So I'm that oh, I'm not oh. sure about. But um, no, they they've got uh, Toyota dealerships and stuff like that. That's the the rich side of my family. We don't see them. Oh, <laughs> they don't come out to the, they don't come out to New York. That's they got like. Yeah, I know. They they've got several Toyota dealerships or whatever. My father went out there to visit them. My father knows they. They're my my father's age, a little younger, so they grew up with my father. But uh, yeah, they're supposedly well to do out there. I've never met any of them before. Maybe I have. I just didn't remember. You know? Would you but, rob uh, them? Would I rob them? <laughs> this is a stick up. <laughs> hey, cuz <laughs> I need a job. <laughs> Give me some money, nigga. No, I need, <laughs> no. I need that yeah, Highlander. It's like. <laughs> Don't give away the plan. Shh. Nah, I wouldn't. I, I need wouldn't. that Highlander, bro. I would. And that Sequoia. <laughs> and I, I need that shit for like for like Toyota to sell prices, if you know what I mean, son. I need that cost. <laughs> I need that for free. For free. Yeah, that was my check-in. <laughs> Damn. That was a gloomy transition. He went. <laughs> I don't have oh, any booze, man. I'm pissed. I don't have much of a check-in either. I'm trying to do a refinance so I can get take some equity out of my house to do repairs. And that whole process always makes me feel uncomfortable, even though I mean I don't have a bad credit score. I just don't like I don't like the I don't like the fucking in your business. And you have to sign so many documents in order to go through this process. It's basically you you're it's like buying your house over again. <laughs> it's basically what it is. And the fees and shit that 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 are involved in it is ridiculous, but it's a it's a must. You know, I have to do it. I I, I need to get some work done. And nothing major, like nothing's falling apart in my house, but it's preventative. And I know in ten years, when I'm ready to move, these things need to be done because if I don't do them now, and I let this shit go, then it's a leak, and then you have more damage. You know, in the house, it's like not getting your car serviced regularly. You know, you can you can let that shit go, but then eventually you now you're paying twice as much as you're gonna pay if you just, you know, did some preventative maintenance on the car. So that's what I'm in the process of doing right now. Um, and having all these people come over and look and give me estimates. So I don't like motherfuckers in my house, I don't know, especially with this COVID shit. So, you know, other than that is normal crazy shit at work. You know, it's gotten worse. It's twenty four hours again. And uh, people are out there wilding in the streets. You know, three of my coworkers got assaulted already. I am not going to be the fourth one. And uh, that's my check-in. Okay, protecting uh, neck is, in the subways. This, this sounds very depressing all around. This is 
This is the uh, I Need Zoloft episode. Um, <laughs> this show is brought to you by Zoloft. Yo, this is Vincent, a.k.a. Many Voices. Hey, what's up? This is Alaric, and I'm speaking directly into the mic. This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rourke, making all your dreams come true. This is Hello. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Make sure that you follow us. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. On Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Do we tweet? A little bit. We tweet. We tweet. All right. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. No Snapchat at all. And go to www.decoding40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. Thank you for listening to Coding 40, <laughs> goddammit. So look, what's going on with me? Everything is good. Everything is everything is good. I believe that the universe is trying to teach me patience. And I'm trying to sit, be still, and listen. I'm trying to run up a lot of roads. I'm doing a lot of things. And I got a lot of people aggravating me. So I'm just, I'm trying to learn patience. I'm trying to learn patience and acceptance. And other than that, everything is great on my side. Nothing to report at this time. That's my check-in. Wow, that's the shortest check-in ever. Ever. I have no story. I have no nothing. I've been in the house. I ain't going nowhere. I think as the world is opening up, I'm becoming more of a homebody than I was before. Like, I always like being at home, but now I'm like, ain't nothing out there. I forced myself to go outside and go to the supermarket today. Like I forced myself to walk, just walk over there. I didn't even need too much. I just wanted to walk to the supermarket. So I did. Yeah, it is interesting. I'm getting more invitations to go out to places and I want to be out, but I still want to be selective about where I'm at and what type of establishments I'm going to go to. Got to be airy, preferably outside. I don't know. I'm wanting to get back into the swing of things just so I can kind of jump that mental hurdle of all we've been through for the last year. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is this hotel actually allows people to walk around if you're double vaxxed without a mask. And, this and you is, have to prove it. You don't have to prove it. I think they're working on the honor system. I was not around COVID. However, there was four hookers, two pounds of Coke, <laughs> midget in the room. So and four and uh, eight chicken wings fried hot. Mm. <laughs> they will they, allow it. They will be allowed in the room. I don't want the midget in here though. <laughs> the midget costs extra. The midget costs extra. The little person costs extra. Me. We can't use the term midget I, anymore, right? Midgets, midgets no, off, the, off the books. No, no, we cannot. No, little person. I think all right, that's the so, all right, so where does where does the word what does the word midget mean? Like where did it come from? I don't know. When don't you know. see my midget. The origin of the word midget. 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 An extremely or unusually small person, adjective very small. A midget submarine. But where does the term <laughs> midget come from? I don't Is it know. Greek? Uh, Greek, first the term is from the Greek. Much smaller than normal size. Sim, a synonym for miniature or mini. Uh, may also. Uh, that's not Come sorry. Term, term, term was first used Mid-dye. in 1816. <laughs> term was first used in 1816, according to Merriam Webster. Midgets have always been popular entertainers, but were often regarded with disgust and revulsion in society. In the early 19th century, however, midgets were romanticized by middle class and regarded with the same affection, affectionate condescension extended to children as creatures of innocence. The term midget came into prominence. The, the term midget 
came into prominence in the mid-19th century after Harriet Beecher Stowe used it in the, her novel Sunny Memories of Foreign Lands and Old Town Folks, where she described children and an extremely short man, respectively. And then P.T. Barnum indirectly helped popularize the term midget when he began featuring them in his circus. Midget became linked to referencing short people put on public display for curiosity and sport. Barnum's midgets, however, were elevated to a position of high society, given uh, military titles, and introduced to dignitaries, royalties, and showered with gifts. Can I touch your little hands? Uh, all of this continued through the release of The Wizard of Oz. Um, <laughs> hey, Dorothy, let it go. Fuck Dorothy. But towards the end of the 20th century... I may be small, but my dick is big. The... The word became considered by some as a pejorative term. Oh, fuck you or the dog, it doesn't matter. When referencing people with dwarfism. Hey, Dorothy, you wearing any panties? Uh, I'll give you some of this bitchin' dick. <laughs> Yo, why are oh, you like no. this? What is wrong what with is this? No place like home. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Me and the bitches gonna run a train on you. <laughs> the show has absolutely. <laughs> you know, you know, it's funny. Uh, uh, so, so, <laughs> some days we're just riding along in the car. Oh shit! And Vin just throws a wow. throws a hand grenade and and it drops a hand grenade in the backseat. So this is what it is. Oh shit! Wizard of Oz. Where do you see no. my gadget? But you know what though? I think we, I think I think that means we're due for either a trip or a getaway. I think the four of us, we need to get away. We just oh, need yeah. to like I think we'll do that. Definitely. Absolutely. But I think we all you know, we don't agree on everything. We all agree on this. And I think we should just I, get the I hell think, out of here. Well, first of all, Vin has never been to California. So I think that we need to do a trip to LA. I am so in for that. Uh, yeah. I can go for that. I, I think we definitely need that. to do that. Go for that. We can be something, um, I don't know, in Englewood. <laughs> the wood. <laughs> wood. Hollywood. Leon, you've been to California, I'm assuming. Yes. Yes, I have. Yes. Okay, so I've been to California. So, Vin, where would you like to go if we went to California? We will give you pick because you've never been. So, whether you want to go to L.A., Francis, to LA. okay. That's it. Let's go to LA. He wants to meet Snoop. LA, LA, and and um, maybe Oakland. I wouldn't mind visiting Oakland because I heard. I haven't been to Oakland. Too. I would love to go to an Oakland A's game. Oakland's I don't know dope, why, but Let, would it, 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 it it would be nice to to if if the Mets were out there playing the A's. I don't know if they play them during the season with the with the the cross uh, National American League thing, but yeah, I wouldn't mind doing that. I'm going to see a Oakland. baseball game. Oakland's one of the blackest places I've ever been. It was amazing. It's amazing. I love. I love Oakland. It, oh, it's, it's, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind going to a baseball game in California. So it'd be Oakland, L.A., even San Diego. And I've actually had some of the best sushi in San Diego, which is still at the top of mind for me. I had a very hard time finding really good Mexican in California, which is shocking to me. Really? But yeah, it was terrible. No poco loco. Where were you? So, no. So, but I have two brothers in California and I called them and asked them about this because I said, I'm a New Yorker. I know plenty of places and my friends know that I do to get really good Mexican in New York City. I know where to get really good Mexican in London. 
I know where to get really good Mexican in Atlanta. Why did I have such a hard time? And my brother was like, yeah, it's kind of like that because Mexican is so popular. Everybody puts up these stands, but not everybody makes really, really good Mexican. So you got to really know where you're going. You got to really ask around and, you know, talk and to real a, people. There's a level of authenticity not, that comes it, from Mexico that they, yeah, they, they, I, I, there's that, things that are different. That's not in L.A. L.A., you can literally throw a rock and hit a good Mexican spot. They're, they're every. I had terrible. I had terrible Mexican in L.A. I had terrible Mexican in Palo Alto. I had terrible Mexican in San Francisco. Terrible. When you say terrible, what made it terrible? Because I'm like, how do you fuck up Mexican food? This nigga you went could, to oh. Shea Tacos. Oh, you could fuck up Mexican. <laughs> and I and I and I told the guy at the hotel, I was like, this Mexican. I'm, I was like, I was like, dude, I'm from New York. Your Mexican is fucking awful. He goes, nah, B. He's like, let me tell you where to go. And he told me where to go and I had an amazing San Francisco. <laughs> and the amazing. He's from New York. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> oh. he said, nah, B, let me tell you. <laughs> nah, B, let me tell you where you He was from go. the Bronx. He was like, nah, B. Nah, nah, he was, he was from, nah, but he, he, nah, he told me a good place to go. And I had a really, really good Mexican. I had an expense account there too. Oh man, I was burning that, I was burning that up. Did they, the they Mexican were, uh, spot? No, I had an expense account while I was out there so I could just. Oh, I, I was going to say, you are a foodie for real. You got an expense account. said at the, account, at the Mexican, Mexican spot. Restaurant. Welcome oh, back, like, Senor Burnett. <laughs> <laughs> You're the table about about, about Look, the third if, time if, I went if, back, if though, she was measure, like, hey, you back? If the measure is against Pollo Loco, because that's yes. not really authentic Mexican nah, food. I was, nah, I was not. actually like, well, that's like Chipotle. And, and when you say your friends know you know we're good Mexicans, you weren't talking about us, right? You're talking about somebody else? Yes, I was talking about somebody else. Okay, cool. Yeah. Although I, I would. I know that there's a great Mexican restaurant in my neighborhood. Is that the place that you took us to that we went to? Was that Mexican that you took us to where we started watching UFC? No, no, no. That was, uh, that's a Carveo. That's Brazilian. That's Brazilian. Either Brazilian or Portuguese barbecue. I think it's, I think it, I think they might be Portuguese. No, the, the, the spot I'm talking about is, is near me. It's called My Mexico. Makes great Mexican food. I've never been disappointed from them. They always come through, you know, with the good, nice, healthy burritos, you know. All right. So how long are we going to LA for? Three days, four days. I don't think you should go for any less than five days with that long ass flight. My opinion. Yeah, I would say. No. I would say. I would say five to good. seven. Five, five to seven. Yeah. Okay. Five day trip is good. Thursday I've flown to, Sunday, to LA for the weekend. That was not fun. I've flown out Friday so I, and back Monday. I've, not I've flown to Abu Dhabi for a weekend and had an amazing. Yo, trip. I thought that was Are nuts. You serious? When he did that. Yeah. yeah, I remember when he did that. That was nuts. How long was that flight, L? Like twenty two, right? Oh, this nigga's still flying. <laughs> Did you go there for something? Yeah, like, we went for an event and we missed okay. the event, so we just kicked it. Gotcha. We missed the event. I'm sorry, sir. Hours. That event is over. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. While everybody was like leaving, we were getting there, so we were like, mm-hmm. "Fuck it, let's go take a shower and hit the city, hit the sands." And Dubai is basically like Brooklyn, LA, and New York. I mean, well, New York, LA, and Atlanta combined it's pretty insane that sounds dope that's on my list and i just got an invite to come to south africa so i'm kind of hype about that too that's cool i do want to get to uh, the mother continent i have not done that i i got an invite for south africa and i got an invite for brazil so oh you know um rick knows so our boy is um deca is opening a bar in uh sao paulo called brooklyn 
<laughs> so I gotta, I gotta go see that. I gotta go see what what Deck is doing. That's dope. That's dope. So, yeah, he just he hit me on he hit me on the gram uh, today. So I gotta go see what the Brooklyn Bar in Sao Paulo looks like. So we gotta go support that brother. So that's gonna be dope when he gets it open. There's a so, part in right. um uh, West Africa that I want to go to. That I, I was watching this show on Netflix called High in the Hog, and oh, talking yeah. about the origins yeah. of um. African-American cuisine and how it's influenced America, American cuisine. Yeah. Sure. And there's a, there's a small country in uh, West Africa. Benin. But yes, they, and they, they were like talking about the, the, the uh, similarities in food and how, you know, food was brought to the Americas uh, from the slaves because the slaves had to eat on their mm-hmm. way there. They were giving them shit food, but a lot of the stuff made the voyage. So like, Black eyed peas, things of that nature that are that are popular in American dishes, all come from that region of Africa. So that was an it was an interesting um, uh, documentary. I've seen the first two episodes. You got to watch it. It's a yeah, it'll this, pull this in your a, heartstrings. What my niece is studying is anthropology and food. Oh wow! Mm. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, Just yeah. To see There's how this. how how flu, how culture has influenced food and how food has influenced culture. And well, the the, the sort of move around the world. The main person that she probably was is studying or has studied their work is in the documentary. This woman is like the the mm-hmm. first person to really do something like this. She's been doing it for you know thirty, forty, fifty years, something like that. And she's very. She started as she was in the she was in the government somehow, and then she noticed how everywhere she went, when she went to eat something, it tasted like something from home. And this is throughout the continent. So she started to kind of put things together to find out why you know uh where these things come from where do these spices come from and and why do they use them and everything else but uh it's it's a great documentary again I, like again i've only saw the, saw the first two episodes but uh food's very important yeah i i, I would love to go to that part of the, the world you know what i mean and i want to go to ghana uh, nigeria where did you go uh, again rick senegal senegal Ethiopia. I don't know when I've, Ethiopia especially. Oh my God, Ethiopia is beautiful. You know what I mean? I would love to do that. Hey, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this episode, and I'm sure you are, be sure to catch the guys for Decoding 40 After Dark every Monday night at 11 p.m. if you're on the East Coast and 8 p.m. if you're on the West Coast. Streaming live on Facebook and YouTube. It's the same shit, just live. Decoding 40 After Dark. So the world has been a little bit crazy lately. Um, just recently, we had real boxers fighting YouTube stars. We have uh, all kinds of crazy that we have influencers being the number one product sellers for beauty who don't actually create, make the product or do any of the, uh, any of the creation of the product. So I think the conversation between us became, are we living in the upside down world What's going on in society, sports, politics, even the Republicans are fighting against things that 10 or 15 years ago they would have been totally for just to make sure that Biden fails. And there's a lot of this. this, It's just going crazy. And uh, so what world are we living in, fellas? How do you guys feel about that? But some of it, some of it makes sense. Like, look, Floyd Mayweather needs money really bad. I'm sorry. He needed Uh, money. No, he didn't. Why then? Why would you do that? And when asked why you did that, he pointed out that the patches on his trunks made him thirty million dollars. So, so Floyd Mayweather needs money. No, but he spoke, funny, he spoke to that. He spoke to that. He spoke to the money that, issue. 
what's funny is that when 50 and, and he were going back and forth with each other, I remember seeing some interview and 50 was talking about how Floyd needs money. He needs to make money because he spends it as fast as he gets it. So although he's made you know, an enormous amount of money in the boxing game, he's also spending an enormous amount of money. So maybe he's needing to replenish those things because the last two fights that he did, he did it for a check. And maybe he's going to continue to do these exhibitions. And he did say he was going to continue to do these exhibitions for a check, but he's not going to go back into professional boxing. So that kind of makes sense to me. You know, but there's other shit in the world that that's that just doesn't make sense. I, I don't understand why Republicans still have uh, most of Donald Trump's dick and balls in their mouths. And he's he's out of office. I don't get it. But, you know, it, the world is different now. Politicians have no shame. They do things that 20 years ago would have definitely would have eliminated them from being reelected. And now you just decide you're not going anywhere. and. Uh, that'll be the end of it. Like Andrew Cuomo, how did he survive? How did that happen? Which people just forgot. He's like, you just stick it out long enough and the news cycle changes and everybody forgets. Sausage but I think he, but I think he knew that and he calculated that. And what he said was, is I didn't do this thing. Let's see what happens and let's count it out. No, I understand what he did. I'm saying like 20 years ago, that could not have happened. Before the Trump era, that could not have happened. He didn't just... You couldn't even smoke weed back in the day and, and get away with it as a politician. Think about 91, 92. You think about George Bush uh, Sr. And then they were roasting Bill Clinton because he said that he, 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 he smoked, but it didn't inhale, and they gave him shit for that. Then then everybody was like, fuck it, George Bush. Everybody knows that George Bush, uh, the, the, the son... Did coke, alcohol, was DUI. He had all that shit going on for him. So that's when they started to kind of make it somewhat palatable for you to be a fuck up and and still be elected. And then Barack in his book talked about smoking weed. I don't know if he talks about cocaine, but he does talk about smoking weed. So they they kind of, lack of a better word, decriminalized drug use in politics right after the first Bush. Because Clinton, when Clinton came in, it was the, they, the, that was the big question. Do you smoke? Have you ever done drugs before? Well, I tried, but I didn't inhale. Because they, because his whole thing was, if they got a picture of me, or someone comes out the woodwork and says, yeah, I was in the room when that nigga took the bong hit, he's going to say, well, I, I tried it, but I didn't inhale. And then now, <laughs> come on, you, had a, you, have a, you have a pedophile that was just the president. You had a you had a, 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 alleged, a fucking alleged <laughs> allegedly Ooh, Trump allegedly. allegedly allegedly no I'm gonna call that nigga pedophile if he was hanging out with Epstein he was probably fucking kids I mean I allegedly. seen the video it's allegedly. all in the he was all in the video I ain't saying allegedly don't say allegedly that motherfucker is probably a child rapist for legal reasons we're gonna say allegedly as well as same thing happened Bill Gates we're going to say allegedly cuz we don't know what happened. I don't even know what happened to Bill Gates. What? He fucking kids too? His wife divorced him after recently after news came out about him and Epstein hanging out. Mm-hmm. They even all hung out with Epstein. Him, even though they told him to get away from Epstein, he continued to hang out with him after and he said he wasn't aware of what Epstein was doing. He's lying. Even though he's made many and several trips to Epstein's island. He's lying. 
He's lying like Bill Clinton lies. Well, well get, get uh, lying just, like laying. Epstein's girlfriend just got. You haven't heard nothing, so she's with the prosecutors. So we'll see. He's lying like what's that fucking that prince that Prince Punani the that motherfucker from England that was that was that Andrew? the prince, prince Andrew. Andrew who was groping twelve year olds and fourteen year olds at Epstein's Island allegedly allegedly jeez allegedly allegedly. He doesn't understand not, a defamation. You, you, you out here like lawsuits. that that refinance you putting on your house is about to make you a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't you ain't that reckless, homeboy. <laughs> did y'all Allegedly. not see, did y'all not see the Epstein fucking video I, on Netflix? But were you and there? It, were and, you on the and, island? And it made allegations. So and, and they had and they had the dude. They had the dude. Were you that on was the testifying? island? No, I wasn't on were the island. On I'm the watching. Island. Did they say allegedly? Did you work in, in, in the documentary? Oh, little, little overtime on Epstein that, Island. That was his account. So I can't repeat his account. Well, you, can. you can repeat but his you, account yeah, as long as you say it. No, you were like it happened. Oh, it happened. I know it happened. Whatever. Allegedly, yes, sir. He's a petty. Allegedly, and and. And I, I, you know, they was probably eating kids and everything on that island, son. I'm trying to tell you, nigga. They was, I, was wilding out I, on okay. that island. I think okay. the world, people. you know, my father said this a long time ago, and rest in power. I, I, my, I think that the world is going through a spiritual awakening and we're turning things over and around and we're facing things that we've never had to face before as people and as humanity. I think America has to face slavery. I think that um, Palestine and Israel are going to have to come to a head. And and I think some decisions are going to have to be made, but I think all of these are spiritual awakenings. And I think that people are having different conversations. The conversation is different because the information is different and, and because we can now make decisions in real time based on multiple sources. And we have video to back up things which were able to be hidden before I, I just think that the world is turning over. It's a reset. And I think that it happens all, it, it has happened multiple times in our history. And I think that it is happening now. I also, I also recently just saw a documentary. It's like, it's like all of these jobs that people can't fill, right? Like all of these people who don't want to go back to work in restaurants and over. I, I initially, I thought it was about money and minimum wage and all these other things that we talked about. But after looking at the data, it's really about people like reevaluating their lives. Like, you know what? I don't want to go work at a restaurant. I'm going to go pursue this thing that I absolutely love to do. And I don't want to, I don't want to sling hamburgers. It's not about the money. It's about reinventing who these people are as people. And I think, um, I think that's dope. I don't, I don't know what, what's, what's so, the, what's the percentage of people who, who believe that, who, who think like believe that. Believe what? Who think that, that what he's saying to. that 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 it's not about the money? Because I I think a large percentage of it has to do with it's not about the it is about the money. But you can't afford well, I think to do it's it. about the you money in, in the sense it. that right exactly like you don't want to put yeah. your life and your well being and your family's well being at risk for menial menial wages. Yeah, but like, if you're so if you're already vaccinated, then is what's the what's the problem? If you've got if you've got if you're a single mom and you got kids and you got to pay for daycare. Or you're sending your kids to school because you, your school is probably your daycare. You drop them off in the morning. If they're not in school full time, how are you going to manage? You can't afford you can't afford daycare. Daycare at one point 
childcare was the most expensive thing in our budget. Absolutely. More than more than more than food, the mortgage and rent. maintenance, food. It was the most expensive, the most money we spent every month. Like now we're we're not spending as much only because of the of the uh universal pre-K um that de Blasio put into place. Um it, but she's a, my my daughter's able to go to the same school, but um, before that, that was it was it's it's very expensive, bro. It's very expensive. So if you if you're you can't send your kids to school and you're making uh, you know minimum wage or or you know ten bucks an hour, eleven bucks an hour, you you can't afford to put your child into childcare. So you got to stay home. I, I agree with everything that you're saying. What I'm saying is, is that there are people out here who, even though they need to go earn a living, they're like, doing this job is not worth it, right? Like, right I know I need to earn money. money. What are the elements of not worth it? It's, the elements it's, of not worth it. What I was doing before made no sense. And now I have to reevaluate how I'm yeah. allocating my personal resources, how much I'm willing to take, what risk in terms of not only health, but... Me being a caretaker to your family that requires time and energy, and ha- you only have a certain amount of energy to dis- uh, distribute across, you know, within a day. So I, I think finances is a part of that. I think health is a part of that. I think personal well-being and uh, uh, health uh, in terms of mental and emotional. I think all of these things of th- this time, this past year, has forced many of us to rethink. Like, what does it mean to be on the grind? Mm-hmm. But I saw the time I, I, said that uh, this topic is over. <laughs> I was just getting ready to respond <laughs> to what the grind was. All right, let's move on. Yo, Al, man, I, you know, I know this is kind of a crazy question, but, but where do you go to spice up your, you know, to get crazy stuff for you and the wife? Yeah, you're actually interrupting the show to ask me about the sex toys that me and my wife play with. I don't want to know what you play with. I'm just trying to see where you go get the shit from, man. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, so we go to adminive.com um, so we can get all the vibrators, all the dildos, all all of the hog mugs. No, seriously, all of the lube and all you could possibly want. We go to adminive.com. Adminive.com. You put in your code DC40. DC40. Offer code at checkout. Adam and Eve's going to send you all types of free stuff. I like free 99, baby. That sounds like a plan. I'm going to have to head over there uh, after the show and see what's up, man. So that's DC40, right? Because I want to make sure I get my code right and I get that discount, right? DC40? No doubt. AdamandEve.com. DC40. Go get your stuff right now. AdamandEve.com. I guess we need to get back to the show. The French Open was was held recently, and they wanted... uh, champion Naomi Osaka to participate in the press uh, junket. And she declined on doing that. She was like, I will play tennis, but I'm really not excited about doing that. So instead of, and they were trying to force her to do it. So instead of participating in that, she decided that she did not want to even play if that was the requirement. If that was the burden, is that she had to be in the press junket. She was like, you know what? I'm good. Y'all, y'all just do what you need to do. That's not a very good explanation of. All right, so explain it then. If I if I if I catch it, I'm not. <laughs> so, so it's it's part of it's 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 part of the responsibility of the players who are on the tour, or, or at the tournament to participate in the press conferences 
win or lose after their match. And she said to them that she felt like her mental health was at risk by doing this and she would like to not participate in the press conference. So it's about her mental health, not just as you just didn't feel like doing. You're right. So, and when she said to them that I feel like it's a mental health thing and I'd like to not participate in the press conference, they basically threatened her to kick her off. And then they fined her $15,000 when she didn't do it. And she said, you know what? You guys, I'm good. You guys go ahead. I'm just going to well, leave this. Well, leave first this she said she was going to pay the fine. Well, she's still she gonna going to pay the fine. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just, like, she was like, all right, I'll pay the fine and, you know, I'll just be able to do some self-care and I won't participate in, in the pressers, but I'll still be able to perform during the tournament, which in my mind sounds incredibly logical and reasonable. And it's not like she's saying I won't ever participate in the press junkets. Just at this moment in time, in order for me to maintain my sanity or my mental health, I'm going to need to pass on that. And that's what I was saying. Like, generally, that's how we deal with stuff. Like, if you park illegally, you pay the ticket and you move on. Right. Like, there's no, like, high level of retribution about, oh, why would you double park? Why did you park here and you knew it was illegal? It was like, all right, okay, I had to do something in order. And I this was a shortcut. I'm okay with paying the fine. And the this fact that she has been demonized for wanting to protect herself, her mental and emotional state is insane. And this goes back to the initial initial uh, conversation about living in the upside down world. There's a lot of people out there who, who, who are on some hate shit and them French motherfuckers were hating on her. She explained to you what the situation was. It's not like she's, she was, she was hung over or they had it. You know what I'm saying? Like if it wasn't like the reason why she didn't want to do it was because of some silly or frivolous shit. She gives you an explanation, but again, you have to be on fucking. Care. That's what, that's what I'm saying. It, right, that's the point. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. That's what I was about her to say. Only, her only value is for them to be yes. able to put her out front and say, "Dance, look at our star. Look at yes. the star that's participating in our tournament." And it, mm -hmm. and when you don't give them that value, they tried to threaten her, but she had the real power, and that's what right. scared them. That's right. what scared them because they know if they don't have her, they don't have anything. Yes. Because right. when yes. she shows up at Wimbledon, Wimbledon will be the big tournament. Yes. And, the French and Wimbledon will, will take a cue from this moment. And uh -huh. if she comes back and says that, listen, I don't want to be a part Absolutely. of the press junkets. Surely you won't. I, or, or maybe I'll do a few. They will not react like this. But, all, but also part of this is her age. Like, And I'm not discounting what she's saying, what she, but part of this is, is her age. And when she comes in there, when she comes into these press junkets, these very seasoned expert interrogators called reporters not only play against her age, not only do they play against her race, not only do they play against her gender, not only do they play against all of these things. And they say things, they ask her questions in an attempt to make her slip up, feel like less than, demonize her. They, they ask her all of these questions because it makes news which is, that's their job, right? I'm not going to speak to to that. Her wanting to not participate in that and people not recognizing how young she is in regard or relationship to that, I think that there's multiple people here that are at fault. Where are the, where's her team? Where are her handlers? I don't think that 
that just because Venus and Serena did it at such a young age that she should be held to the same standard. If she doesn't want to do it, God bless. Step but look off what they did to the Venus and Serena. And they, they tried, went through it. You need to you go to YouTube. Go they to did YouTube, go through it. Go to YouTube. They did go through it. And and Google interview with Venus. Yes. And her father sitting next to her. Yeah. I saw and that. Yeah. I saw that. Salute to the greatest tennis yeah. coach that ever lived. Yes. <laughs> Venus and, Richard, and Serena's Rich, Richard Williams. Because um, had he, he not been there, they would have ate her alive. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what they, that's what they're trying to do. That's what they do. And this yeah. girl standing up there, able to speak for herself and say, "No, I'm not going to allow you to do that to me." That's huge. So yeah. I I can't say I can't say that there was anyone at fault other than the people who are trying to force her into a position she didn't want to be in. But you know you know what it is too. You know what it is too. Ever since she started wearing the mask, where she said. But Brianna Taylor mass and all of that, they they started looking at her differently. If she was on some other shit and said that was so docile or was meek, but she through her silence, she says a lot. She was wearing the fucking mask, the Brianna Taylor mask, George Floyd mask. So she was making political statements. As big as she is, as an athlete, she's gonna she's gonna be the is she is she now number one in the world? Right? Is she number one? She should be, or she's in the top five. So she's up there in rank, what I'm saying. So she's very popular. She's a beautiful young lady. She's intelligent. She can fucking play tennis. She's black and Japanese. She's multi, you know what I'm saying? She has all of this stuff going for her. She's number two in the world. Yeah, she's ranked number two in the world. Under what, Venus? No, no. somebody else. Somebody from uh, Australia. Okay. Barty, I I don't know that person. But she'll be number one soon. Yeah, she'll Ashley Barty. Ashley Barty. She'll yeah. be number one soon. You know, but and Ashley Barty might be ahead because Osaka dropped out. Yeah, you know, and they and they're gonna play that game. You know, she was gonna win that fucking tournament. But that's they, see that but, that's the problem. See, this, she, the thing is that like this is not f- forget about them. They're always gonna be a problem for us because they want our talents and they want to display them but they don't want to give you a just do. I think what we should focus on is the power play that she made mm-hmm. in telling them that you don't have anything unless I'm here. <laughs> Fuck your couch. But, but, but I mean, I think some of that is your interpretation. What she was just saying is, is I'm not participating. Exactly. So I'm not discounting when someone, exactly. so once, when someone threatens to take something away from you and you're like, okay, go ahead. You guys, I'm, I'm good. And you're out. Who looks, the leverage who is looks, gone. Yeah, you have no leverage. I don't. You need it. They need her more than she needs them because there's other tournaments for her to play. She pulled the Chappelle. All right. All Let's right. Go. So, uh, what are you guys drinking? This week's libation with Vin. My wife had cut up some watermelon, and I went to the liquor store and bought vodka. And uh, I made like some sort of watermelon, watermelon. with strawberries, strawberries and blueberries, blueberries and vodka, vodka and some orange juice. Orange juice. It was a um, mm. vodka, vodka smoothie. smoothie. Double Sounds X. Like a watermelon pina colada. Try to make Man it sound up. all fancy. Man up. 
He's like, yeah, what you so I got some uh, organic watermelon and uh, it was delicious. So this week, yeah. libation with Vin. Ooh, ooh, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, here we go. <laughs> what you drinking, Al? Oh man, uh, I'm knocking off this legs diamond because uh, I am really trying to stay healthy, and I cannot be drinking with you, motherfuckers, this week like that. What is legs diamond? This is that bottle I told you a couple of weeks ago I bought from. This oh, dude. right, right, right. Uh, didn't you, you say didn't it was like, awful? <laughs> it is, but you, you see what I'm doing. It, that's two weeks. You know, a bottle like this. That's true. A last, bottle doesn't last a while. Yeah. Doesn't last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and this is a, I don't even know what size is. This is not a 750. 750s don't last in my apartment for a week. And this has lasted for two weeks, so three weeks. So it's definitely not good. It is definitely not good. So I don't rock with these cats. Uh, Behringer, I stopped drinking Behringer, but I found this, which is a bottle of Sauvignon Blanc, but it was it 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 is tequila barreled aged. So it is a wine that has a tequila back end, and it's really good. That's nice. That's shocking. That's nice. That's Especially nice. for Behringer, because I had written them off as a brand. So my mom used to drink this Kool-Aid. I dated a girl a hundred years ago and she and I brought a bottle of Behringer and she was like, don't bring that Kool-Aid in my house. And I stopped drinking Behringer. My mom used to love this stuff. So I stopped drink, I stopped messing with the brand a long time ago. But this particular bottle is slightly exceptional. So it's a Sauvignon Blanc, Behringer Brothers Tequila Barrel Age. Pretty good. They do a red in bourbon barrels. I wanted to try that, but I think I might try both of those. It's delicious. It sounds good. Sauvignon Blancs. So, Wine. my Uber Eats dude just showed up with my bottle. Nice, nice. Uh, the nice. I wouldn't have had Maker's Mark, but this was the fastest bottle that would get uh-huh. to me. Uh-huh. This, this is the bottle that would get to me the quickest. So, uh-huh. that's, that's what I got. Did you get? Did, right. he, did he also bring you a leave or Advil for your headache after you drink that shit? <laughs> Facts. <laughs> <laughs> my Maker's Mark doesn't give me a headache. Uh, not really. <laughs> Rick's gonna be pissing yeah, I like from his hotel window. Baker's Mark's pretty good. I, I'm, I'm not. It's not bad, and I'm not gonna drink a whole lot of it tonight. I mean, by the time we're done here, it's gonna be uh, nine o'clock here in the morning. Not, it'll be nine p.m. here. <laughs> so you think you're gonna polish that whole bottle off? No, definitely not. Right. Oh, before I leave, yes. How, how long coming are you back? Up there, coming, Sunday, but then I I leave from. Uh, I leave from LA on Sunday to go to Mississippi for two days. Oh, oh, I've never been. You no, know, I know there's some. I know there's some stories in here, but I'm just gonna wait till Rick gets back. I, I'm curious. I really want to hear your experience in Mississippi. I had an experience in Mississippi, but I want to hear yours. Once and we're, you we're, yeah, I can't say where we're going, but yeah, very okay. small town. I'll say that. Um, it's a very small town. They're, they're all small towns. Except they're all small towns. What you done with that camera there, boy? <laughs> we don't see too many yeah. niggers around here, okay? You with your fancy dancing New Yorkers and you like your, I like your, your glasses. <laughs> yeah, I never seen a colored man with glasses like that before. Those fucking fancy nigger glasses you got on your face. <laughs> Small header. You city nigger, you think you're smarter than me. I hear your accent. You sound smart. I don't like it. <laughs> we eat niggers like you for breakfast and lunch. I want to know uh, if Rick has that experience. And if so, Rick, please record it so we have it. Uh, 
for Absolutely. the live. I hope you don't have that experience because that could go left very I do quick, not want to have that experience. Yeah. No. I, do I just don't want to, um, I don't want to have to come down there and bail your ass out because I know you hit it. somebody I'm with a belt buckle. If you had, <laughs> I'm curious, I, curious if you have an experience where it's like you can detect the subtleties of the uh, racial overtones. I, yeah, I can, I can smell it from here. Oh. I'm sure. I, I mean, so much bad shit has happened in these southern states. I've never been to Alabama. Mm. I've never been to Mississippi. Um, yeah, I, I can imagine. I can imagine that. I, one day, was. one day, I want to take a tour and I want to go see if I can find out where my grandfather and my grandmother were born at. And it's Mississippi and Alabama, respectively, on my mother's side respectively and i want to see how far back i can go and find them and it's really um frightening to me to have to really dig that deep and pull that layer back but i'm excited to do it so we'll see let's let's call skip gates let's do it <laughs> all right guys Alrighty. this has been another exciting episode of decoding 40 we appreciate you listening Make sure that you follow us on all social media platforms. And if you like what we're doing or if you want to leave us a message, you might end up on the show. Give us a call. Leave us a message. 608-618-4040. 608-618-4040. We appreciate you guys. Peace and love. We'll see you guys next week. New Peace. episode every Friday. Peace. 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 Peace.